Hello, you are about to listen to another episode of Beyond Clean, a podcast where we talk about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. I am your host, Dave Thompson. Yes, we are in Season 4. We broadcast out of Orlando, Florida. This is where the cleaning industry talks about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. We would love to have you on the show, so reach out to me, D. Thompson at academyofcleaning.com or at 888-999-6059. Be sure to listen to our live streaming that we will be doing this year on Podbean. Now, for today's show, let's get started. Good afternoon, folks. This is Dave Thompson. I am the director of the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, and you are live on the air with Beyond Clean with ACE. We are a service, or if you will, powered by Gym Supply. They are a cleaning supply store in Central Florida. They have been improving lives with cleaning supplies since 1930. Now, that's been quite some time as we get here on, let's see, it's March the 21st, 2020. And yes, most people right now are working from home and guess where I am today. It's a Saturday afternoon. I know this is kind of unusual, but we're here this afternoon to talk about, well, whatever comes on anybody's mind that should happen to join us this afternoon. Being the first Saturday that we've ever done this, I kind of doubt we'll have too many people come on, but I did notice that some people on LinkedIn have liked this, and we did post this out on LinkedIn, on Facebook. Yes, you know all the social media channels. So why are we here this afternoon? Well, it has been quite a week for most of us. Uh, if you have been under a rock somewhere or on a deserted island, maybe this isn't affecting you. But uh, I think everybody that's within my uh, voice this afternoon or on this recording either has went through it, is going through it, or will be having to deal with it soon. If you're on the East Coast or the West Coast of the United States, you are feeling it quite, uh, well, quite severely. As far as I know, at the broadcast at this hour, um, California, New York, and I believe it's Illinois, have mandated stay at home, um, which means you go to the grocery store for essential stuff. I know this isn't, we're not talking about cleaning industry stuff right now because, well, it's a Saturday and by and large, most of us are not working. Matter of fact, I just went to the local grocery store, got our supplies for the next few days. No, we don't stock up. And well, there's two reasons. One is I live in a 38 foot motor coach and our refrigerator is rather small. So you can't stock up for much. And since we don't have a lot of room, uh, we're not stocking up for a lot of stuff either. But what I did find out is many of the locations that right here, while you couldn't go to the restaurant and sit and eat, you could uh, drive up, get your stuff. Uh, the lady at the grocery store, she says, yeah, she says, I feel very fortunate. I have a job and we appreciate those people this afternoon that are making it possible for the rest of us to do what we need to do. And as such, you might have noticed that the, well, uh, the picture that goes along with today's broadcast is the Rockstar Custodian. 
Um, there could not be a time, folks, where we want to pay attention to those people in the cleaning industry who are, well, you know, it's kind of like the firefighters, if you will. Uh, I, I hate to say it that way, but, you know, everybody else is rushing home and running away from this. And what's happening, the frontline custodians in our industry are going in, taking care of these facilities. If they're not working this weekend, I did get some notice that some people will be going back to work on Monday with new protocols, new equipment, new tools. They're going to be armed in a different way than they were, well, 10 days ago. And to that point, Jim Supply, as well as every other distributor that I know what I've talked to this week or that um, we have gotten communication from is dealing with the very same issues how to get product to you. So folks, if you're listening to this uh, recorded, maybe over the weekend, we will do this again as well tomorrow afternoon. But as far as I know, most of the stuff at Gym Supply is uh, due to arrive in the second week of April. And that's when most of the people are telling us we'll get ours. Now, here's the problem. If you're not in the queue already, you may not get anything allocated to you because even though we're supposed to get a shipment, then we don't know when that's going to be totally full or in other words, everything that was ordered is shipped. We may get allocated as well. So I would say that if you're uh, looking for more supplies to deal with this next week, things to do, you know, equipment, uh, tools, chemicals, and of course the forever toilet paper issue, I'm not going to get into that this afternoon, but uh, it's all those things that you need to be working with your supplier hand in hand. And I think this kind of, well, will really tell you a lot. Most suppliers are getting product to their routine, regular clients, the ones that keep them in business from day to day. So I think this is going to be very interesting as this all plays out. The big box store uh, organizations that are out there, uh, we need to have them. We love them. However, when it comes to something like this, your relationship with your local distributor is going to really pay off for you. Um, your support, their support to you is going to be invaluable in the next, well, I would say months because this is not over. We've just started this here in the U.S. And I was taking a look at the uh, John Hopkins uh, map. And one of the things I wanted to point out this afternoon is almost 90,000 people have recovered from the virus. And so what you hear every day, almost every minute of every hour, is how many people are infected. I look at how many people are recovered. Um, infection is one thing. We can't stop it completely. This is why you see all of us being uh, sequestered to our homes. That's in order to slow it down. But uh, the recovered, yes, there's nearly 12,000 deaths. I appreciate that fact. I'm glad that if you're listening to this, you're not one of those, as well as I'm not. I think the thing is, is, you know, several times when I was out here the last hour uh, and did a, did a little bit of socializing that I've done in the last five days, uh, everybody was talking about it and everybody is aware. And uh, I have one certain place, just like all of us would do. We have our certain places we go. I get uh, loose leaf tea 
And the lady said, oh, well, you know, I've got my, my cleaner and everything. And, and I said, well, what do you do? She goes, oh, soap and water. And I was so glad to hear that, folks. One of the things I wanted to point out this afternoon, you probably have heard me say this before, but I think it goes, uh, you know, it should be repeated more than once, is that we touch our face at least, and I do say at least, the minimum of 19 times an hour. That's what studies say. Now, how that got to that, I don't know. But just saying that that is correct, just think of this. How often should you wash your hands? So, you know, my thing is, is we should be washing our hands once every hour. Now, you're going, oh, well, I'm at home. I don't need to do that, you know, and everything. Here's the thing. I want you, if you're listening to this right now, whether it is recorded or live with me this afternoon, I want you to start a habit because this is what we've got to do. Because once this is over, once this is passed, the situation still stays the same. We still need to protect ourselves. Um, 2,000 people a week die from influenza. It's the same way that this is transported as well. And so I think that this will go to making a healthier, healthier society if we all could do this. So, you know, put it on your clock, on your stopwatch, on your phone. Every hour you go and wash your hands. Do it at home. Get used to doing it. When you go to work, do it. Now, I was doing a podcast yesterday, um, uh, not yesterday, but I think Thursday. Done so many this week. Um, Aaron and I was talking about this, and he's he is works with behavior and, and management. And one of the things he said is take nickels and put them in your left pocket. And every time you do something right, put them in your right pocket. You know, so my challenge for you is, you know, this year is to take and put at least 10 nickels in the left pocket. And every hour when you wash your hands, take a nickel and put it in the right pocket. I think if you'll do this, you'll find out this will be something I, I, I love the idea. Um, we're going to call it the nickel challenge or if you will, the 50 cent challenge. We're going to come up with something here after a little bit. Because uh, I think this is a great thing to be doing. Anyway, you probably didn't come on here to listen to me just rattle on. There's nobody uh, actually calling me. I say, oh, yes, we do have somebody that came in live. Thank you very much. We're talking about coronavirus, uh, cleaning industry, anything that you want to talk about that has to do with cleaning. Now, I did, you know, we've been getting some questions throughout the week. And uh, I'm going to go back over these because if you've missed them during the week, uh, maybe you'll catch this one here over the weekend. It says here, uh, one of the questions that came in was, does everyone have to wear PPE? Well, PPE is one of those things that you should wear if you need to. And as I said, you know, just at the grocery store a little bit ago and uh, the cashier wasn't. However, one of the cashiers that came and handled a whole bunch of money, she was wearing uh, nitrile gloves. I did notice that. They were nitrile because they came over over the wrist. They weren't just the flimsy little vinyl or latex gloves. Uh, it was interesting. The gentleman that was bagging my groceries had a disposable goggle or, if you will, uh, you know, goggles on and had a surgical mask on. And, you, and you, know, you, you kind of have been thinking about this. Why do we wear a surgical mask? And so I'm going to address that one this afternoon again. A surgical mask, the reason that you do that is, as I just talked about, is because what we do 
is we touch our face 19 times an hour. The surgical mask is keeping him from putting anything that he's come in contact with to his mouth or uh, in, in, you know, some point in his, on his face. And here's the thing. What happens is that, you know, like the package guy, you know, he's packaging the groceries. He doesn't know who's touched what they've touched. And so every time he touches those, now what was interesting is when he got through packaging my groceries inadvertently, he went and rubbed his nose. Of course, he had his face mask on, or I say his surgical mask, not face mask, but surgical mask. And what it did is it protected him. Now, here's the interesting thing. If you do wear that, there is proper protocol on how to remove that PPE. So you take off the mask in a certain place and time in a certain way. Because think of this, if you're wearing the mask to protect yourself, and then you take the mask off with your bare hands and you touch the place that you've been touching for the last hour, now what have you done? You've put it on your hands. Folks, we have to think this through. And you're saying, well, you know, how's this really going to affect? Well, at the moment, it might not. And every moment, it doesn't. But, you know, I teach this in class all the time. Every time we have a class, it only takes one time to run through a stoplight to kill you. You may have run through it 20 times and it never did, but it only takes that one time. And when we had the Ebola issue uh, around, I think it was 14, we had a lady in Dallas that almost died simply because when she was taking off her PPE, she didn't take it off correctly and made one slip. And this was a nurse. This was a practitioner. She had been schooled on this. But what happens is if this isn't a habit, if this is something you do on a regular basis, then you're going to slip up. And I think this is what we're getting into. I think we talked to, uh, this week with several different people review some of those recorded uh, podcasts that we did this week. There's a lot of great information that's coming out this week with these podcasts. So I implore you to listen to those. They're free of charge. They're here on the Academy uh, uh, podcast. We're streaming live this afternoon on Podbean Live. This is Beyond Clean with Ace, where we talk about everything that's healthy, positive, and proactive. There couldn't be a better time for the cleaning industry to be showing our value. And I wanted to just bring up that here just for a moment before I move on to some of the questions. Because I got on the ISSA website and was looking at something here. And this just happened yesterday that uh, ISSA sent a letter to all US governors urging them to recognize the cleaning industry as essential. Now, the cleaning industry was even on a, a call with the president this week talking about the value of cleaning uh, and what we do and everything. And I think this, uh, I'm not going to read you the letter. You can go to ISSA and you can get the letter and look at it. I think this is a time where we should be talking about um, those people that are actually providing the services, keeping the front line healthy. Um, I think almost every school in the nation if they haven't closed already, are going to be closed uh, by the midweek. Now, I know here in Florida, the Florida schools are closed until April the 15th. Oh, and by the way, just in case you missed it, um, April the 15th usually has that 
certain day on it that people don't like. Well, if you haven't kept up with this, the April 15th deadline has been moved to, I believe, July 15th. So take a look, go to your tax professional, uh, take a look at that because I think that's been moved as well. Almost everything as far as any time frame has been moved. Now, my point in talking about the cleaning industry and how essential we are, in the next days, and I do mean days because Monday for some people are going to start this, they're going to go in and start decontaminating facilities. Now, when I say decontaminating, folks, remember what I'm talking about here. My point is that anybody that's going into a facility that has been closed really doesn't know what has been there. Now, that being said, what should we wear as far, far as PPE? Now, you'll need to go through some of the courses that we've got. We had a one that we did about 10 days ago when this first broke. Um, it's on uh, the Academy online camp. Excuse me this afternoon. It's on the Academy's online campus. And uh, it's a two-hour recording of a, a class that uh, Daryl Hicks and I did. You can listen to that. But one of the things that we always say is before you go into that facility, either you or somebody in your organization should assess the risk factor so that you know what PPE to wear. I'm not going to go into all of that today. It's on there. Go to the academyofcleaning.com. Go to our online campus. You can find those classes that we've got up there. One of the things that uh, I was noticing of some of the reports that was on TV is that people are, well, I would say our media is showing what people are doing when they're doing this cleanup. And folks, make sure that you follow the correct protocol. The Academy has provided a class on that. It's online. It's available to you right now. It's in both English and in Spanish for you. Uh, it talks about decontaminating, decontaminating and the steps that you need to take um, in order of decontaminating a, an, an educational facility. So whether that be a K through 12, a private, private school, a parochial school, whether it be a college or a university, a junior college, a technical college, if it has to do with an education facility, we've uh, got that up there for you. Uh, we also have one up there for you for decontaminating uh, student transportation because I do know that some of the schools, the bus drivers are now transporting food and they're taking food to certain food banks and to certain areas where uh, the children are coming and getting their lunches. And so uh, this is a, a big issue that we need to be looking at. And, and all of this bears, well, uh, credence to the value of who we are. This is what the Rockstar program does is we're always talking about the value of our industry and who we are, what we do. Rockstar program, um, the reason I'm talking about that this afternoon is that we want you to go to www.rockstarcustodian.com. As you go through these challenges that we're facing yet in the next 30 days, whenever that Rockstar shows us themselves, and you know what I'm talking about, if you go to there, there's a nine characteristics that we're looking for. 
that qualifies that person as a rock star under our program. We would like for you to nominate these people. This is a time to nominate those rock stars. You'll find on that website, you'll also find out the rock star competition that's going on. Um, we were was very happy to be able to um, present an award um, to a lady earlier this year. And I think the community was really behind her. She had 42,000 votes. So we're looking for the next rock star for 2020 for this year. We'll show that uh, that'll be presented in January of next year. So what we're saying here is as you go through these challenging times here in the next 30 days, please go to rockstarcustodian.com, nominate whomever. Now, they don't have to know about the fact that you're nominating. Matter of fact, it's usually that they don't. And you don't have to be their supervisor. You could be their coworker. You could even nominate somebody that you know in another district in another part of the country. Anybody can nominate anybody other than yourself, of course. So um, you've heard me rattle on for now for about 20 minutes. We've had a couple of people come on and off. There is a list of disinfectants, and this is one of the questions I got over this week. Where do I find a list of disinfectants that is effective against COVID-19? The EPA put out a list. Um, we did uh, put it into some of our classes that you'll see. Uh, we'll be talking infection prevention um, on April the 2nd. We're doing a remote learning live class. It'll be April the 2nd from 11 a.m. Central until 5 p.m. No, I'm sorry, 11 a.m. Eastern until 5 p.m. Eastern. It's an accredited infection prevention class. It's a certification class. During that class, we will be showing you that list. I will also try to put it in the show notes for today where you can find the list of the disinfectants that are registered uh, for viability against COVID-19. Now, you know, that doesn't mean that most disinfectants aren't. If you've been listening, this strain of human coronavirus is fairly easy to kill and to uh, be effective against. But if you want that list, we'll make sure you have that. As most of the people who have been on the podcast with me this week have talked about and some have learned, the biggest thing is not exactly the product that you use, although that is a valuable part. The biggest thing is that you have to use the product and the program correctly. And I think this is where we have fell down as an industry, not done our jobs correctly. And now it is our, well, if you will, the spotlight is directly on us now. So please folks pay attention to the classes that we have and the processes that you should use. I'm not gonna bore you with a whole lot of stuff this afternoon. Uh, we're gonna do this again tomorrow afternoon. We are live on Podbean Live. A couple of people have come on and off. Nobody had a question this afternoon. So uh, what we're gonna do is we will probably shut this down for today. And uh, you've got the sites. Uh, we will put on there, as I said, the classes that we're doing. Uh, some people did call in. They were uh, had signed up for the workloading and job bidding class. 
yes, we are doing that. We're doing that through remote. Uh, remote learning is nothing new here at the academy. We've been doing remote learning for over a couple of years now. We are very good at it, and uh, we're, we've been waiting for people to start joining. I think in the next week, we've already had a number of people sign up. So uh, our first two classes, or, well, I should say our next two classes, uh, workloading class is still open for the remote learning. If you want to attend that, if you're sitting at home and you've always wanted to do this and you never had the time, well, maybe now you have. That is going to be on March 31st. That will be from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. Eastern. And as I said, our infection prevention class, which is going to be the second. Uh, there is a floor care class for those who want it. That's going to be on uh, April the 1st. So if you want to find out what the next classes are, go to academyofcleaning.com. You can go to the live classes there. You can see where those are. We've got it prominently marked as the ones that are going to be the remote learning classes. So we invite you to join us. Learn what you need to ask questions. If you're listening to this recording overnight tonight on a Saturday afternoon and evening, maybe uh, come on tomorrow. We'll be back here at one o'clock live with you to talk about, well, just about anything in the cleaning industry that um, strikes your fancy. You've been listening to Beyond Clean with Dave. Uh, I, it, you know, it's Ask Dave afternoon. Nobody came online, had a question. Several people have come online, didn't have a question for me. So, you know what? I'm not going to rattle and keep uh, just talking about what you may or may not already know. I ask you to come and join me live tomorrow. We are on Podbean Live. This has been another episode of Beyond Clean with Ace. We are powered and sponsored by Jim Supply out of Central Florida. They've been improving lives with cleaning supplies since 1930. And I, I am very happy that they are allowing us to do this for you this afternoon. So come on back. Let's talk anything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. Till tomorrow afternoon, Dave Thompson signing out.